Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to part two. If you haven't heard part one of our chat with Tuvalu, go and get it. It's on the feed. If you have, here it is. One of the things that people write into so much on this podcast mm. is saying that they are bisexual people who are in relationships with straight people and mm. therefore feel that they don't know how to access their queer community because it's not mm. around them. And I wonder yeah. if you have felt isolated in that way. Mm-mm. No, because it's a fear of mine, which is like one of my one of my songs, Suburbia, sings about this mm. a bit. Because I I have this feeling of like, okay, we're married now. He's straight, I'm bi or, or pan, and and are we just supposed to like? What if we? Okay, we don't know if we want to have kids, but what if we do? Do we just like move out to the suburbs somewhere and, and are around only other straight? families with like you know we mm. just talk about like yeah how's your lawn doing like I don't want to end mm. up in that yeah. uh, situation but I have so many queer friends and like you know living in LA with um, a pretty big community of, of queer people around so I feel like if I if that was taken away from me <laughs> in a way yeah. I, I wouldn't like that but I think it's also you know I think maybe because of him he's so open and, and like yes he's straight but it's it's still he's very just like a open person i don't know um yes. so i feel like that and also we live in a collective with five people we just we're not really living like a married couple in our 30s <laughs> so you know you live as five <laughs> yeah i've got so many questions yeah so, do you all get annoyed with each other about who did the washing up or loaded the dishwasher or whatever kind of but it's kind of like three of us are messy two mm-hmm. are like more pedantic and clean <laughs> when you say us i'm imagining you're one of the three messy yeah i'm one of the messy yeah <laughs> so i don't really notice but i try to be better at it but i don't think they honestly it doesn't bother them to the point where they're like who oh, didn't do the dish right yeah <laughs> but but i also think maybe just more than they want to say because it's just like you know but but i know i feel bad for them because i think it's way worse to be a clean person in a messy house than a messy person in a clean house. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I try to be good at it. But I think it's more, you know, everybody kind of works from home. Like um, everybody is creative in some way. So my husband's a creative director. So he does that with me and a bunch of other artists. And then mm-hmm. uh, Tim, who's a producer, who did a lot of the songs with, on the album with me. He, oh, he has a studio here. So he does like songwriting sessions here. Sam is a, he's an amazing songwriter. He works in music management. So he has like meetings all day. Mm-hmm. Jessie's a fashion producer, just like all the massive fashion events. And she, um, so she's kind of out of town a lot. I'm away a lot. So it's like, it's kind of 
just moving place. We all share a dog. It's very oh, cute. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. It's a commune. Um, yeah, it's a commune. But it's it's interesting that you've kind of worked out your own way that mm-hmm. will keep your identity of any description because me and my husband had a version of that because when we got married and then we just had a child which is amazing oh, and congrats. thank you amazing. she's five months old and it's amazing <gasps> but I did feel I know lots of straight people listen to this so I don't want to alienate anybody I'll just yeah, talk sorry. about my own <laughs> well, no, my own my own uh what's the word paranoias um mm-hmm. that's not the word but we'll go with it is that to be queer I feel like there is a door in the world that you mm-hmm. go through and it's fucking amazing and unless you knew that door was there you really would be happy with your lot but by being a bit more traditional by having a kid and it's drop off and pick up and all this yeah. stuff I said to William I was like I really don't want to become that I because mm-hmm. I feel that it's it's also uh, I find, in my experience, like, I'm being so careful, overly careful, but like, I feel like it's quite a competitive world as well, that sort of Mm -hmm. competitive parenting. And I think that like, people are very judgmental of each other. And actually, once you once you've been queer, you never go back because actually, there's much there's lots of competitiveness, but there's also a lot of support and love and solidarity. And I, I love that you're part of this club where if I went to some place in the world tomorrow I could look up a bar and I could go there and I feel like I'd found my people and yeah yeah I you know but the ground special yeah it's so special but the but the ground swell of numbers of people have children and they're just straight you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that's that um so I can definitely relate to that version and yeah do you know what it's also been a problem that I haven't really actually had to experience but I also feel like I feel bad saying like who wants that? Because I know a lot of people, that's the dream, you know, to have a family and to have a home where you feel good and secure and you can like raise your kids in a safe place. And you, yeah. you know, so I, I don't mean to say that that's like a bad dream. No. Where I'm to, to, I just think for, for me to feel in touch with who I am, I don't feel comfortable in a traditional place around to traditional people because I think there's too many rules there and lot, not a lot of acceptance sometimes because exactly. of fear. Mm. And I think that the fear of diff- something different or someone having different values or different ideas or living a different life, that's what you don't feel in the queer community because it's so accepting of different kinds of way of life and different kinds of people who are trying to find themselves and everyone is on this, you know, journey of like self-acceptance and and like Mm. um maybe like that a little bit do you know what i mean like it's there's just more different ways to be so there's more acceptance (laughs) i guess if that makes sense yes (laughs) and i also think you can feel the pull of Mm. um you know i was having this conversation about a slightly separate thing yesterday about someone talking about how their mother used to be like an activist and so Uh, was a punk and actually now is like was so into the queen dying and is so uh gone the other way and Mm. she was like how did my mum end up being like that but but it was like and we were talking about how you know there's that saying I can't remember what it is it's it rhymes but it's like something like you're left until you've left university or something and then you you become more right-wing as you get older and I think you basically it people seem to flow in that direction, don't they? Mm-hmm. Into like a more traditional way. And and I just don't want to, and I'm not saying, this is the thing is like, I don't actually think I've experienced it. So I don't want to blame people for things they haven't done, but mm-hmm. I don't want to find myself 
inside the groundswell of behaving like people who used to persecute me, I suppose. Yeah. Somehow yeah. you might end up there. Suddenly I'm at a dinner party and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, I just, that's my fear. I feel yeah, like I no. just want to be, accept, you know. And, and I think that's a really good, and, and I also think, you know, I, I grew up quite traditionally, both me and my husband did. And I think, you know, whenever we go home, even though like definitely not all of our friends or all of our family, but there is, I guess the more sort of like acquaintances on the out skirts are like just don't understand how we live our life or why or how he can accept that I like flash my tits on stage he's like yeah you know you're married now how can you how can you accept right. that and it's like where are the children why you know and it's like it's such um and that we live with friends they just don't like and we have to defend our way of life mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and so I think that's where I'm like I don't want to end up in a place where that's like where you all of a sudden just kind of yeah you get pushed in direction because you just kind of like I guess I'm just like, because, you know, whatever's around me, when whatever you get told all the time, that's got, that's what's going to influence you. Even if you, yes. you know, go against it, it's, it's like, it gets harder and harder, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's definitely harder work swimming against mm-hmm. the tide in any yeah. which way, you know, yeah. that's undeniable. But yeah. do you, as someone who's married now, like, mm-hmm. do you have a sense of loss if you are a pansexual person, but you mm-hmm. haven't been in relationships with people other than men? Like, is there a sense of loss about the fact that that might never happen? I think if I hadn't had any, like, like, even though I've never been in a full relationship with a woman, I've had sex with a lot of women and I've had, like, experiences with other... I got my <laughs> fill. I got my fill throughout my life. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel that way, but I do feel like I, I I do, and maybe that's also because maybe I lean, you know, the fact that I've been in like long term relationships with men, maybe that means that I, you know, my preference leans that way. I don't know. Maybe I, you know, I don't really. I have never really analyzed it, but I definitely feel like I've had my queer experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all <laughs> yeah. a spectrum, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, all yeah. a spectrum, and I don't think anyone mm-hmm. has to announce any more than that, if you know what I mean. No, exactly. And I think it's very individual. But I feel like if I, if I realized later in, like, at this point in life that, mm. oh, you know what? I'm actually pansexual, and I haven't had that experience, I would probably feel, I would yeah. feel a loss. Because, like... It's just a part of yourself that um, you need to explore, I think. I mean, it's up to you. It's up to you, really. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I don't know whether you find this, so I'm 40, say, every week. uh, But, like, I find that it's really interesting that there is this idea that you don't evolve past a certain age. But I feel like I evolve more than I ever did. Or, yeah. or maybe just the same amount. So I'm a bit like, God, I mean, what might I become next? And then I'm, <laughs> you know, but maybe other people don't feel like that. But do you feel like that, that you're always going to evolve and you're just going to have to let it happen? And I'm not yeah. talking just about sexuality. I'm talking about everything. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I feel like, I mean, also for me, I think I have, I have like visual and sonic proof of it because I like hmm. will listen to my old songs and like watch like you know an old clip will pop up on my feed where I'm saying something I'm like who's that what am I how am I even talking you know and like if I read I have my journal since I was nine years old so like I Whoa. can just if I go back to like 19 year old me and I'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is she's not doing well like it's really <laughs> I feel changing myself um 
kind of constantly. Mm. But that's also because I don't know. I go I go to therapy quite regularly. I feel like I, I do always try to sort of just keep in touch with myself, so I don't end up in a place where I just like react to something in a way that is just because of the way that I am and it's like mm -hmm. a problem I don't know I, I want to like be aware of myself in that way yes and you mentioned the new album earlier which because I'm a pro I'm only now telling you I love it um oh. but it's fantastic <laughs> and Thank I was thinking you. about you reminded me of you reminded me of change and one of the songs grapefruit on there that I know you've spoken about the sort of subject matter of that And what made you arrive at talking ab about that? Because it was something that you'd wanted to do for a while, but you hadn't found the place to. Is that right? Yeah, I feel like now it's been so long since I struggled with it. Like, mm. I think that it'd been long enough of, of for me to sort of talk about it without feeling like triggered or getting exhausted, you know, like mm. I think it's like, but but I also think that the reason why I think it's a few things. I think number one, it was like, you know, being in, being, uh, locked inside and not releasing any music, not having a record deal, not touring, not doing interviews, just being stripped of all my artistry and being mm. me looking back at my life, thinking about my career and kind of being like, and I didn't feel like writing music either at first. Yeah. I was kind of like, Oh, am I just not an artist anymore? Like maybe I'll just, you know, now I'm just living in this house and I'll just be here, <laughs> you know? I love how then, chilled you are. <laughs> and then, uh, there was a lot of panic behind those questions. I'll, uh, I'll tell you that, but existential crisis. But then I feel like I, I, I got to do this movie in Sweden that we shot end of 2020. Um, mm. And for that movie, I had to lose a little bit of weight. It wasn't anything wild. It was like three or four kilos. And, um, but it was in a very short period of time. So uh, I went on a diet for the first time in like 10 years. Like uh, they put me on a diet. And that just all the the wave of memories that came over me, you know, because I like weighed myself for the first time in that long. Like I just found out the facts about my body and like restricting my food, which I hadn't done in so long. Mm. Really like just these things just kept popping up in my head like, oh, wow, I used to do this. Oh, wow, I used to do this. And like mm. the memory of like, I never want to be back in this place, like in my yes. mind, you know, because you're it's such a just horrible place to be it's just full of self-hate feeling a failure obsession you're manic you're counting all the time you know mm. it's like constant counting of calories and what you've eaten that day and like m your measurements everything and so I just had to get it out of my system and I was kind of just randomly having a um session with uh Tim my roommate that that day and I just like just wrote it it just kind of happened mm. um I think a body positivity song is when I feel good about myself. I love a body positivity song. It's like I'm yeah. feeling myself. I, yeah. But when yeah. I'm, it's the same with the sad bangers. Like when I'm feeling hating myself and like just want to crawl out of my own skin, I want to listen to a song that reflects those emotions. So I think yes. that's why I wrote it in that way. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is there any link existing in in your personal experience, because obviously you can't speak for everyone, between queerness and eating disorders? I, I wonder if there is anything in in it of that. To me personally, I don't think so. I think I was, I never felt fear of, of, of that. I never felt like that was like being pen or like bias. I first kind of came out as, yeah. it was never something that I was, that I thought wasn't accepted. That that was something I was more proud of. Like I, I didn't feel mm. fear in that. But I did, you know, have a lot of like in and out of depression growing up and always feeling I never felt good enough. And I had a lot of um I was a perfectionist in most things that I did. And I think I I wasn't naturally good at things. I mm-hmm. if I pra- I practice and I like very um tenacious I've been called a few times <laughs> it's like I just need to do so I just practice and I like you know and and then I get good at stuff but like it's the same as singing dancing acting like I just practice 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 mm-hmm. um and I think that when you're younger and feeling insecure about yourself and like when you do something wrong it's embarrassing um that and and then having this you know I think it's I mean it's so common obviously but that I think sort of spike that for me you know um what's common eating disorders yeah 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 i mean unbelievably common and not Mm -hmm. something we are yet learning how to talk about really um there is some amazing bits and bobs being done but it's a long road you know it's a long road and i just think the we also grew up with like in you know at the time the sort of there wasn't a lot of body positivity around you like watch um movies were like the the girl who everyone is calling fat is like the this and you know, and it's like a thing that she's fat. She literally <laughs> like, just has cares? freckles. Like that's yeah, what, and she's it's, basically yeah, just wearing literally. glasses. Yeah, and it's it's so you look at it and you're like how were how was that you know the the norm I don't know but but mm. I feel like and I feel like we've gotten to a better place. But for me, it's like I worked so hard on on. I almost think that because I went to so I went to therapy for so many years for it, and I went to. I did all the body positivity training. I just did, went through it all. And I think that really um, made it so that I love my body more than I would have if I didn't go through all that, I think. Mm. So, mm. and I take, you know, pride in like, don't retouch me. I want to look the natural way I do. And like, you know, for me, when I'm like on stage in very little clothes and like, you know, showing myself off, like I, that's like a mini victory for me, you know, because I used to yeah. hate everything about everything I saw a mirror I would just like like shrug because oh I don't want to look at myself so like that's a big (laughs) progress for me (laughs) well that's the thing isn't it it's like you know it's it's reductive and stupid to say this but it's like you know for someone who from the word go in your career has been so uh unashamed like it's not like Mm -hmm. you ever I mean, from my understanding it's not like you ever came out you've just been this is who I am and I'm very comfortable with it and you seem like such a a sunny person and this is the wrong part of my mind saying it, but you're like oh you know I can't imagine 
depression yeah. and having an eating disorder when I know that like I'm a cheerful person and I'm you know an anxious mess so I don't know why I'm even <laughs> thinking that about someone else I think also when you're a, a person in the public space it's easy to be put in like this is who this person is and only that you know whereas mm. every human being is extremely contradicting and has all yeah. sides I think also if you have one side that is very extreme one way, you probably have another side that's very extreme the, yes. the opposite way as well. Oh, yes. I think that's really common. And and I mean, I remember that was like, well, my, I mean, my mom's a therapist, you know, so she mm. <laughs> she would give me a lot of uh, sort of like um, good advice where, where it was, you know, just talk about your feelings and it's okay to feel one way and then feel another way. Like she would mm. say that a lot to me and because and I would, you know, fly through between my feelings a lot and um i think that was a really really sweet advice you know to to a frustrated <laughs> teenager yeah it's so funny you say that though because it's like i when you said you know like if someone is one way they'll probably be mm. the, that much the other way as well mm. and i think that if you meet someone and you really hit it off and it's quite kind of in an mm. amazing way it's not to say it's not a good friendship or the beginning of something good but I think you do absolutely have to prepare yourself that it will also be as down as it was yeah. up and yeah. be aware of that and not be seeking I don't know like seeking this person who's just fun all the time like they, they, mm. those people do not exist and actually no. some of the most one like Robin Williams would be like the zenith of that do you know what I mean yeah. like this amazing yeah. cheerful talent who actually had the darkest of lows and actually yeah. those people who in my life who are very measured who perhaps I would have in my younger days been a bit like boring I'm like <laughs> you are a lifeline to me because you're steady yeah. you know you make yeah. me feel safe because I'm I'm the up and down you know completely and, and I think that balanced people who feel all the same feelings but it's not to a place where where it goes out of their control, maybe, you know, it's like, mm. it's hard for, for, I think sometimes they can look at you and see that you go kind of up and down. But I think that people are, that are similar, like I, I have friends who are similar to me, like same thing. I thought you were just like always happy, so confident, just like this, you know, force. And I'm like, well, I can be that and also have these other sides of me that are like, you know, anxious and self loathing and and like uh and and just you know down or like but but I do yes. feel like I've come to a more balanced place in my life I think it has to do a lot with when I started to make music and I started to, to like to spend time in the studio it was such an outlet for me so I feel mm -hmm. like that really when I'm and same on stage that's an outlet for me so I feel like I'm a pretty calm like um centered person on tour because then I get to let unleash all those feelings on stage yes. and 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 stuff like that so I think I found a way to get to balance all those emotions but they're still there you know it's it's like um yeah uh, they're always going to be me yeah I also feel very lucky that I have not had extreme versions of that which I know that other people and, and friends of mine have mm. and I feel like that is very much you know my feeling is that's very much out of your control and mm. I feel very lucky that that has not happened to me because I do believe yeah. it happens to you I think you're built that way or your circumstances created yeah. that uh for you and there's nothing you know there's nothing you can not nothing you can do about it but it's like 
It's quite you, exhausting at times. Like yeah. you get frustrated with, I get frustrated with myself and I like just react to something so passionately and like not like fair or logically. And then I'm like, I have to backtrack and back. <laughs> so I know how I just reacted, but it's not how I actually feel. Or like I know it's how I felt for like a split second, but now <laughs> I feel differently because I feel bad because I should have said that. And now I upset yeah. you and you don't deserve that. And like, I've gone to a place where I can do that instead of like standing my ground and trying to like, no, yeah, <laughs> that is, uh, that's, you know, that's a good thing. That's progress. <laughs> yeah. So are you good at an apology then? Yeah. That okay. I think my, my dad is quite, he's a very passionate person, also extremely smart. He knows he has like a trivia about every country in the world. It's pretty, mm. he's like, just knows he's like a, he, both him and my brother have like photographic memory and they're just like, wow. Very smart people. He's all, he's also a very passionate person. So he, he is the same. Like I get my like explosive reactions from, from him, ah. but he is so good at apologizing. He will like look you in the eye and be like, I am so sorry. I said that like that was not fair. And like it's very, I think I learned that from, from him to, that's to be able great. To do that. mm-hmm. Because that honestly, is... it's top three equipment for life is to being able mm-hmm. to apologize. Yeah. I think so. I, I'm fine at it now, but I don't, it wasn't ingrained in me at all. Mm. Um, although my dad was very explosive and would apologize a lot, but that just mm. used to annoy me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would apologize, and then at that, from that point forwards, he was over it, and you're like, I'm still. Yeah, you're still. Imp- <laughs> like, this exactly. is just sinking in. The full effect yeah. will take six yeah. hours, and you're yeah. already like, anyway, so should we go for lunch? And you're like, yeah. but I hate you. <laughs> yeah, you've that's something I have to, that's something I have to like accept that like I move through feeling so quickly. So when I'm over something, it's like I'm, I'm over with it. But you have mm. to accept that the other person isn't just. Like you said, like literally five minutes ago, you were yelling at me. I'm not there yet. Like I'm not gonna. You need to give me some time and space. And I'm like, let's talk about it. Like not yet. You're basically describing me and my husband. (laughs) A soothing hour with a wonderful person. That's all I'll say about that. Tuvalu, thank you very much for making the time to come and chat to us. Bisexual people, tell me what you thought of that interview. I want to know if you felt you saw yourself reflected. Bi erasure is everybody's problem. Oh my God, next week, Bros, the film, is coming out. We've got Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane on the show. They're coming to talk to us about it. We're going to be talking about the film. It's brilliant. We're going to be talking about all of its success. We're going to be talking about how it's been received, because I know Billy has been talking about a lot about that on the internet. We're going to be talking about dating, dating disasters, all that stuff. That's a great episode. You're going to love it. Get in touch. In the meantime, hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram, Facebook at Homo Sapiens Podcast. Email your comments, questions, agony uncles, everything, everything. Shower me in your information, listeners. Thank you for listening. This has been a delight. Visit Tuva's website for tour information and we're going to play you out with some of Tuva's brand new music.
Stay safe, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.